Pops in a pod. Pops in a pod. Hey everyone, welcome to Pops in a Pod. I'm Peter Pop. And I'm Nadir Pop. Now, if you've clicked on this episode and I've hit play, you know what we're going to do. And this time, actually, we're doing a very different take on Dilwale Dulania Le Jange, right? Nadir, you want to tell everyone why we're doing a different take on this episode? Oh, absolutely. So, very recently, a couple of weeks ago, this particular show came out on uh, Netflix called The Romantics. And everyone was just going gaga over it. My entire Instagram uh, feed was full of, uh, you know, people watching this particular show and how it was so nostalgic and took, took them back to the 90s to DDLJ and Shah Rukh Khan and so on and so forth, right? And for the first time, I think the bigger highlight was the first time Aditya was sort of making an appearance who's known to be extremely media shy and he's known to, you know, not give interviews. And there was this one award function he came to. And after that, nobody has ever seen him. He's always been behind the camera, directing, producing, handling the business for Yashraj uh, Studios, right? So suddenly, you know, Aditya shows up and he's sort of anchored the entire show. And I think that's one of the reasons why I really, really wanted to watch, uh, watch that for him, how he spoke. Um, because of my, you know, television past, I was, I was very excited and, you know, something to just have a conversation with. And my, my wife loves Bollywood. So we figured, yeah, let's just watch it and see, you know, like what's, what's sort of going on. And we figured, okay, let's, let's go back and do a review of DDLJ and see how we feel about it as dads today. Uh, Peter, what what about you? Um, do you have anything to add to this? So unlike Nadir, I have zero connection to television or Bollywood in India and I have to be honest I struggled to go past five minutes of that uh, four-part documentary series I mean there's going to be parts I'm going to talk about it right but like it also growing up in the 90s in India where Bollywood was this larger than life whole thing and the fact that like I couldn't get past the fact that they talked about Bollywood as the Indian film industry like, guys, RRR is like, you know, nominated at the Oscars. There is no Bollywood movie. I think it's time we'll move past beyond Bollywood and accept that there are other film industries, right? But uh, yeah, I think if I must say that was exactly like how influencer campaigns were planned. Right? You had like every possible star in the last 20 years in uh, that documentary so obviously there's going to be a buzz and of course like you said Aditya Chopra made an appearance so like bumper uh, thing but uh, yeah it also got me thinking and one of the things of course uh, I don't think neither the Chopra family or Shah Rukh Khan can get away from the legacy that Dilwale Dulanya Le Jayenge or TDLJ as we easily say for the rest of this episode guys because I think the staying power of that movie is with one simple fact that there's a cinema in the middle of Bombay that still runs that movie every day without fail. And the reason I know it for a fact is because I actually did go watch it uh, a few years ago before I became a dad. And uh, yeah, the fact that that still runs and in a time when like, you know, Bollywood movies are in and out 
on Netflix or whatever streaming platform of your choice uh, in and out. So I think the staying power of that movie says. But I think from a popular culture factor, I mean, like, even till today, you'll see memes and dialogues from that uh, movie being repeated, right? Won't you agree, Nadir? Yeah, that, that's what makes it a cult classic, right? Because there are so many memorable moments, uh, especially for us, because we are the 90s kids, right? We we saw the film with family and friends and there was a certain impact that it had on us as well. Um, but one thing for sure, what that film did was sort of redefine the concept of romance, right? Especially for, for, for women. And this is something that I have seen like live in, in, a, in a setup, um, you know, in, in, a, in a friend circle where women have openly said that, oh, I want somebody like a Shah Rukh Khan from DDLJ who just shows up in my life and sweeps me off my feet. And, you know, we just sort of ride into the sunset. Or, and I'm like, is that even possible? Right. Because as a guy, I there's a lot of pressure on me suddenly. I said, I, I hope I don't have to be that guy because I am not that person. I'm a bit of an introvert. I can't be like Shah Rukh Khan running around with his mandolin guitar, whatever that he does, and you know, running in Sarsoke Khet. Like it's it's pure escapism. A character like that doesn't exist. So I think that was one major takeaway for me from that film is that romance has changed completely thanks to this film. Oh yeah, totally. And I'm, I mean, like that also kind of gets us to why we're talking on this episode uh, about, right? Because uh, one thing that keeps getting debated back and forth is uh, the father's characters in that movie, right? So one thing neither you and I decided that we'll do for this episode is actually get into the debate. And the hypothesis that we had is... Uh, Amrish Puri's character in uh, DDLJ is every Indian dad in the 90s. So to make things a little fun, uh, Nadir, you are the person who agrees to that stance and uh, I disagree. So in typical debate fashion, do you have any opening statements to make, Nadir? Go for it. Yes, so I I do agree that uh, Amrish Puri's character, right, it's like every every Indian dad in the 90s because I I obviously grew up in the 90s when this film came out. I saw certain traits, certain characters. Um, and I still feel, forget the 90s, I still feel there are so many dads like that. Even now, like even even today, you have Amrish Puri dads uh, in, in this Indian society. And we are a very patriarchal society. Um, these kind of fathers are not just going to randomly up and disappear. Uh, we've seen that in popular culture as well, right? In so many shows, in so many films. Uh, recently, in a matchmaking show, also where where you always you always see that the the head of the house is still the father who runs the business, and whoever they decide the daughter needs to marry or the son needs to marry, uh, they kind of s- sort of manage that entire situation. Um, there was a very popular film with Amil, uh, Anil Kapoor also. Uh, in it and how you know they were deciding that okay yes my my son will marry your daughter so that the business can stay over here and everything so clearly that that culture is it still exists that that father that typical Amrish Puri father who who has to give permission to his daughters or his kids to do stuff because later they expect something in return 
I think that character still exists over here, and that's probably one of the reasons why Pops in a Pod was started to sort of, you know, share uh, stories of other dads who are probably not in that zone. So for me, I'm pretty convinced that that character still exists. Peter, why don't you tell me why is it that you disagree with this statement? So let's be honest, right? There's no hundred percent of anybody in a movie character, like. Like I said earlier, like a lot of Bollywood uh, characters are uh, more than over the top, your make believe and stuff like that. Just like you said, the Shah Rukh Khan was. There's no hundred percent Shah Rukh Khan, right? It's like over the top. It doesn't really exist, and that's one of the things I feel about the Amrish uh, Puri character. What I will say though is that it's a mixture of multiple people, right? And I would say like there's a spectrum. of everything while there's like say a particular thing that one parent will have will be beef that another parent has and what aditya chopra has very done, nicely done is just basically like put all those facets together and kind of made it into one parent so that's what i feel like i i don't know i mean it's tough also to say that i completely disagree because there was certain facets right i mean the reason where these characters came from there was like a certain seed or a certain thing in there but i don't think 100% representation is there uh, of that because especially when you think of like when i watched the movie right it was just me and a, an american friend of mine and actually that's where i watched the movie recently and at that point i wasn't a parent yet and when i was watching it with him this is without subtitles he figured out the context he figured out the story because if you think about it that's generally how most uh, bollywood movies play you have like the three acts uh, part in there right uh but i came out of the movie being like man this movie just shows indian dads in such a poor light if if, if like if that's the only movie indian movie that people watch then they would think that like all dads are like tyrants right which i feel is not really true so yeah that's essentially why i would disagree but uh, i thought let's like kind of discuss certain parts of the movie so is there a certain part of the movie or certain line or certain thing you want to talk about where you felt that amrish puri's character is like typical in that 90s dad Yeah, uh, the the whole the whole aspect where the the ladies of the house have to change their routine, uh, just to catch him in a good mood, and then seek permission to go somewhere, where uh, especially alone for a woman back then at that time, right? Um, under certain conditions that okay, you know, let me just live once, let me go somewhere. uh travel alone with my friends do this do that and then after i'm back i'll do whatever that that you want so there's always this whole conditioning uh aspect of um uh, with with these fathers right and you know there's no gray area it's either black or white it's either yes or no and then you as a as a daughter especially you kind of realize what it's so difficult to sort of grow up in that kind of a household where where you're constantly shackled right and i see i see hues and tones of that today as well 
in in a lot of other families especially uh, in affluent families where the men control the money right so they don't want certain compromises to be made so that was a very clear indication for me that yes you always have to go to your dad to seek permission because he's the one who's going to give you the money to travel he's the one who's going to uh, you know set certain boundaries set certain timelines do this do that blah 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 whatever it is unfortunately the mother's not doing anything she has no financial freedom she's just there to serve the the husband and that is the reality uh, of a lot of indian households even today even if you would like to believe the fact that this doesn't exist it it does we see it in popular media we we hear it in you know on on podcast we we read it elsewhere uh, and and i i still feel that there are certain elements that haven't unfortunately been left behind in the 90s of course the, the, then there are dads like us right where i have a daughter and i definitely won't become an amrish puri because i have learned over the years what it's like to be uh, a different dad you know if if my daughter ever comes up to me and says listen i need to go somewhere to experience certain things i'll be like yeah sure go ahead do it as long as you're willing to learn i'm perfectly okay with that right but does that does that make me the majority today i don't think so um you still have the amrish puris of the world uh, in urban and rural setup in india and that one scene where everyone just trying to be all cool and happy and you know uh, uh they they play the, the 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 mantra the religious mantra so that you know the father feels oh okay everyone's so nice and sweet and quiet and everything they clearly want something i think that was a very quintessential scene for me i was like ah okay i i totally get that i see what they're trying to do with the dad so for me that that was a there was a good fit but why do you feel that you know this this character doesn't exist anymore Oh no! I I mean, see, parts of it exist, right? And my thing is very clear. Like, if you go to, like to the start of the movie, right? The character is very conflicted of sorts because uh, there's an entire monologue where he says, you know, I live more than half my life in London, but I don't really feel from here. Uh, he identifies more with the pigeons who get like food where it is that day. I mean. like if you think about it it's those kind of things now on rewatching that you kind of uh look at right but to kind of come back to what you were saying uh yeah i get that because that was what the 90s were right you had single income households uh the moment you have double income households or multiple income households the distribution of like say for example the wives being independent and having their own money to spend i mean i don't foresee a situation today where you know a child going to ask the father only because the father earns money they'd probably be like i don't see a difference between either of my parents money is money whether it's the dads or the moms right unless it's one of those households where it's like you know only one person provides then probably but i think that just was of uh, the entire thing you're talking about that scene existed because there was only that one source of income there was only that thing that if the dad gave permission right and you gave a great example of it right like i think for everything that you say about amrish puri i'll just give you as an example and say that but neither you are not like that that will be the easy way but uh, I I mean it's it's tough because there will be shades I would say so like say for example when it doesn't come to the money there may be shades in say like for example when the dad comes home but 
let's be honest today if you have both parents working and if this movie had to be remade then probably it would be like both parents coming home and the kids being like okay we don't have to make too much noise right so i think that entire part what you're talking about is just like you know a faction of say a capsule of that time the moment you have both the husband and the wife or the mother and the father going out earning all a lot of that changes and more and more we're seeing that change uh, in recent times which is kind of tied up with the next point i had right which is in kind of in support where i feel that the dad doesn't kind of exist or like i disagree with he was every 90s dad because think about this also right when you look at the character he's in a way a victim of situations circumstances right and also largely if you think about it unfulfilled dreams that he had which is why you know to provide money he had to go to london to send back and stuff like that right so it's a lot of sacrifice that he's done which is then kind of like his focus has always been the basics food shelter and all of that and like we know maslow's theory the moment your bare basics are uh, covered then you start thinking of other needs right and with that dad i think he was still stuck at that so for him you know ideas of being a good parent equality in gender all of that didn't exist all of that existed for him is that hey do we have like enough food are we kind of doing that so i think that is where i would say it's a lot of to do with that situation the character is put in which is very nicely depicted in the movie right like where he's running a grocery he's spending that many hours and things like that where you see the mother's character being the homemaker in there right so that's where i see it uh, in there what about you nadir no so i i agree that he had a lot of like amish puri's character had a lot of responsibilities right because he left punjab and he doesn't leave an instance to bring it up hamara punjab hamara punjab hamara gaon desh whatever right he keeps saying that but he's in london right he's he's trying to make his money do whatever it is now i think he would have been a great father figure if he was earning all that money to ensure that his kids don't ever have to go through that right i would have liked that i would have like no you know what my kids shouldn't go through this so i'm making all this money i'm educating my my kids and i'll ensure that they have a better life and they have this uk passport that they can hang on to and then they can do whatever that they want no his plan is i'm here i'm making my money and i will ensure that my daughters get married in a better family that that didn't sit with me too well right so a 90s dad is always thinking i have to make money to ensure that i have enough money to spend on my my kids wedding and not education today the narrative is changing especially in the urban areas the narrative is changing beautifully which is both the kids come together they say we don't any tamjam we don't want any of this lavish wedding nonsense thing happening for us in our lives we just want you give us that money we will invest it somewhere or we will buy a home or we'll go away or do whatever it is right but that's a very small percentage now can you imagine living in a patriarchal house and a son or a daughter walks up to uh, the the father saying that listen don't do this i don't want such a big wedding right the father is just going to snap and say log kya kahenge right we went to everyone's wedding and now i will only not do my wedding for my kids and my daughter and my son what will they think of me so they will always come first right the kids 
don't really care for us our mentality is very different we don't care anything about ourselves because we've done and seen things happening in our world we care about our, our kids because today the value of money is so low that whatever decision that you take financially has to make sense back then yeah money was loose money was coming in like my dad was making decent money we had a good home we had a new car we had all of that right we had everything and you always look at that figure in the house and you notice that okay he's the one bringing in the money and he has certain power because his dad also was like that you know when he was running the business so for for me i just find it very odd that you have this entire monologue and narrative going on very saying i have come to london to make money so that i can send it to my home but i will ensure that my daughters get married in a good good home right as opposed to no i want to educate my kids and ensure that they have a great life so that that for me was a little odd oh yeah i mean like come on the, the i think that hypocrisy of the part that like you know i'll live the life i want to live but you do as i say kind of thing right like that i think there's no uh, exactly and it's happening today also and we've seen this in bollywood yeah. films itself ki papa mujhe plane chahiye lekin main plane nahi dunga pehle to company chala you are like are yeah and i think see that but that's where i feel like honestly bollywood is a little in disconnect with there right because they're always selling you those stories that people will watch or people will do but the reality is far different and i and i'm i'm using bollywood as my punching bag here because you we've seen like other regional cinemas and all keeping in more up to what's happening uh, currently uh, in society right uh, bollywood is still stuck in trying to tell you the punjabi stories when like let's be honest other parts of india people are spending that much of money on different kind of things right but the next point actually that i thought would be very interesting to discuss and i wanted to understand your uh, take on it is that one of the things you and i learned through this podcast in the 200 odd episodes that we've done is that a lot of people's parenting styles are a direct reflection of their parents and what they experienced right and unfortunately in this movie we don't really know what amrish puri's dad was like like why did he turn out to be this way right we only see the circumstances and i thought like taking a moment to kind of think about that because it's if it's like monkey see monkey do then he just turned out to be exactly like his dad but what more and more we are seeing is that people are kind of going away from that right so like with a lot of instances of people we've spoken to if they've seen a certain parenting style they're saying you know what the buck stops here this is the kind of parenting style we want to adopt because we've seen that what has happened with us as our parents uh is not working so i think that is one of the things i mean like i don't know if there's ever like a sequel since bollywood runs out of uh, ideas uh, like the we'll actually see what happens after shahrukh khan and kajol go on that train <laughs> and then we'll figure out what kind of parents i think are. i think we need like a a, a new Uh, a, a reprise version of ddlj today like if you made ddlj today what will these characters be right like where will it be will it be in london will it be in india will it be in bombay delhi where where will it be right and very interesting point you brought up that you tend to take certain aspects of your parents uh, into your parenting right luckily for me that didn't happen 
right? Because I, I, I saw my dad as a certain figure in the house and he was extremely critical about various things, right? And um, he was like money bags for us, right? Because he, he ran the house, the money was coming from him. So we kind of, we sort of knew that. One thing which I am constantly telling people is that I learned saving from him. So that's definitely one thing that I have picked up from him. It's helped help me today. You know, in, in difficult times, it has helped me. I've picked that up and I would love to pass on that to my daughter as well. But <clears throat> when I became a dad, for me, what changed was that, okay, this is what my father did. I'm not going to do, repeat that with my kid, right? So it, for me, it, it goes the other way. Like, okay, you take the, the fun things and the good things that you've learned from your parents, but you also look at the the opposite side of things that you do not agree with in terms of a philosophy standpoint. Right? That Okay, what, what happened there? Mm, I don't agree too much, so I'm going to do things very differently. And my wife keeps pointing it out. It's like, I'm so glad that you haven't turned out like an exact replica of your of your parents because then things would have been a little tough. So I'm glad that you've taken that uh, leap and you've tried to do things differently. And that is why you are who you are today, right? And I have seen so many such dad characters in my own building, uh, within my friend circle, people who've become dads. And I, I see them and I, I see how they behave. And I'm like, Are, don't be Amrish Puri from DDLJ, man. Times have changed. Everything has changed. Let your kids lose. Let them do whatever they want. Give them that freedom. There's so much happening in the world. The last thing you want to do is just shackle them, right? So... I still have that 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 thing that unfortunately 80-90% of the household still has that dad somewhere in India, whether you look at urban setup or or rural setup, because it's all around you. Right. I, I know you have a very different take and you have your reasons, but I still feel that we are far from achieving or rather removing an Amrishpuri kind of a dad from the Indian society. So my rebuttal to that is at least at one point. Amrish Puri says the lines which I think is forever etched and used in popular culture in I don't know how many different contexts, which is Cha Simran, Cha Jile Apni Zindagi. I mean, like the number of times I've heard it, right? Whoever wrote those lines, if they ever got money for that, they would be like sitting on like... I just, I just felt that, that that film, at that point, the writer, they, they would have like, Ab kya kare, yaar? Okay, teen ho abhi film ke. Ab, What do we do now? How do we end this film, right? And suddenly, I just felt like such a cop-out move, right? It's like holding on to a trainer's like, Charu Khan is like, like ah, forget it, yaar. it's okay. Nahin mili, nahin mili, ke aur mil jayegi. And then suddenly, like, ah, ja, Simran Jeele apni zindagi. So I feel, I feel even Shahrukh Khan has done such a disservice. Like you fought all these guys, you bled everything. And then suddenly they decide, ah, okay, chalo, I'll go away. No problem, no problem. I, it's my loss. I, I don't want to do this. Like the ending for me just didn't make any sense. I was like, what is this? Yaar? And then, then obviously it had to be very typical running behind the train and all of that. I mean, listen, be glad it was a train station and not of uh, airport. Because the number of incidents I've read where people kind of uh, catching up or kind of going past security in airport in India, kind of emulate Bollywood movies is not even funny. But uh, yeah, I mean that's another thing I would say, right? Like at least the what do you say? The redeeming arc for the character was the fact that you know he realized the folly of his ways or his thoughts, and he realized that listen, you know what? Like, I've been trying to live my life vicariously for my daughter. So I'm going to let her go with the love of her life. Things. Even though, like, 
how much did he really know about Shahrukh Khan's character, right? Which I think is a complete separate discussion. Like from what he knew was not so much, but still he's like, "Nay, it's okay. Like I'm letting you go." So I think that is one of those things where I would say, like, yeah, man, like that. I don't think '90s dads would do that. Like, <laughs> so that's why I feel at least Amrish Puri's character over there is very different from the '90s dads. I mean, people still write those characters. <laughs> I mean, good for them. And Amrish Puri's characters become a template, right? It's like, ha, let's go there, and then from there, let's see what we can kind of build on. And you still have these characters. See, having these kind of characters in films is fine, because you know, ha, it's a made-up thing. It's fiction, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's fine, no problem. But the sad truth is that you know these kind of characters still exist in the real world. So I mean, you can draw parallels over there as well. So yeah, I mean that's. I know what I was thinking, right? Now that because like the tough question, and I know you addressed it in the start, right? Is like, do dads like this Amrish Puri character still exist? I would say in some parts of India, it is. Uh, in metros, we are seeing a lot of behavior change. I mean, like I'm not going to be like, no, no, this doesn't happen and stuff like that. That's a bit like saying like every character is hundred percent like Amrish Puri, right? Or every dad parent is like that, but you know, if there's nothing else, I see that at least dads are evolving, and I'm a little optimistic on there because if nothing else, they are moving away or at least evolving. So every generation we're seeing like a slight shift. So it all depends on like you know where was that initial change uh, kind of happening. So everyone's kind of like somewhere on that spectrum, but. Uh, I would say honestly, like looking back at all the dads that we've had as guests, right? I mean, I think their evidence that the fact that we've managed to document so many stories that while there is maybe a large, large overwhelming number of dads who would be like this, there still is a minority and slowly growing minority of dads who aren't like this. So that that's what I would say. Would you still disagree or agree? No, no. Of course, that? I mean, I I agree to that part that. There are there are so many fathers out there who want to tell their story, and that's why there's a platform like Pops and a Pod that has been created for those fathers to come and tell the kind of stories. But are they the majority yet? Maybe not. Will they be the majority in the future? I hope so. Right. I, th- that's the whole point that um, we want to kind of bring these stories uh, uh, out up front and not keep hearing Amrish Puri type of stories all our lives because we're just done. We know that this this dad exists, but. Who's the other dad? Who's the flip side dad? That we want to know more about that dad, and that's why we're having this debate today. So yeah, that's Nadir and my thoughts on TDLJ or Dilwale Dilania Le Jayenge, and at least the Amrish Puri character. I mean, it's it's interesting when you look at it from very two different aspects, and especially look at it from all various aspects of it. But uh, let us know what you think. I mean. Uh, Dear listener, that was just another in my thoughts. What did you think? Do you still think that you know Amrish Puri is every '90s dad? Do you think dads like that still exist? You can let us know where at popsinapod at gmail dot com. You can also search for Pops in a Pod um, on social media, especially Instagram, and we'll be right there. We put up some very interesting content. And before we go, happy Holi and happy Women's Day to all our listeners. Um, hope you have a great week ahead, and see you guys next week with a new episode.